0: Have you ever wondered what the church was teaching before Jesus Christ was born? The church today is the same church that existed before Christ, and it is even mentioned in the Bible what they were teaching back then. Before, and through Christ's lifetime, the church was working together with the Roman Empire's leaders to gain more power and prosperity through the expansion of the empire. But where in the Bible would we find information regarding this and proof of the church's deceitful ways? Let's see information regarding the church and the Roman Empire. I know, Let's try the book of Romans in the Bible, but what part of Romans? Well the church has passed along an idea that the number 13 is an unlucky number, so let's go with that. Oh, would you look at that? I guess the number 13 is an unlucky number for the church itself because in Romans 13 it describes for us what the church was teaching before, during, and after Christ's lifetime, up to about the fall of the Roman Empire, which was a little over 300 years after Christ's death, which is completely different than what the church is teaching now. People are not naturally violent towards other peaceful people, so the church came up with an idea to motivate Roman citizens to fight in wars to expand the Roman Empire benefiting the Roman leaders, government, as well as the church itself. They were teaching the people that the Romans military leaders were sent from God and that the people needed to fight alongside these leaders in order to do God's will. These battles that they fought in became known as holy wars because they were all fighting for God himself and defeating God's enemies. One thing that starts to become very clear when dealing with the church is that it will do anything to get what it wants and being the link between the people and an all-powerful God is a very effective strategy for an entity that has absolutely no moral values whatsoever. The deceit by the church in working with the Roman government lasted for hundreds of years and during this time frame Jesus Christ was born and grew up. Jesus liked to think for himself and wouldn't just blindly accept what these religious leaders were feeding the masses, so instead he asked a lot of questions and through doing this he started to see through the church's deceit. It seemed like he disappeared for almost 30 years, but I believe he was just working and living like everyone else while keeping mostly to himself. He did various jobs to survive which included carpentry and fishing. He learned a lot simply through the observation of others, the church, and these leaders that were supposedly sent from God. When people lie a lot, other than using logical thinking to see past their lies, if you pay attention to their actions, you will also develop truths about them as actions don't lie. At some point he quit working and ended up becoming homeless and got away from society for a bit. This is the point at which he really started increasing his intelligence and understanding of the truth because once you stop wrapping your life around making money, this is when you lose greed which really helps and have more clarity of thought which helps you to start using your mind more efficiently. Also, going from one extreme to another, having money, a home, and things that you want to having no money, being homeless, and just trying to survive, helps you to understand the underlying aspects of life that causes both of these outcomes, and everything in between. Because in reality, what Jesus Christ was teaching was mind expansion and accelerating all of our senses beyond what we can currently even conceive while using our minds so much more efficiently than they have been used in thousands of years. Jesus was against greed, pride, hate, self-loathing, self-focus, etc., and when you really think about it, These are all attributes that we don't have yet when we are very young children because they are actually trained into us through society and these attributes are also only in humanity, not the rest of nature. So, he was trying to get us back to thinking like nature itself, like our thought processes were before we used things like money. When we respected the rest of nature while thinking for ourselves and not allowing anyone else to control how we live. A pure state of mind where our intelligence levels were completely off any charts that we currently measure our very low intelligence with. This is the same thing that Buddha was teaching 500 years before Christ. And many others have taught over time. The church calls these others cults, etc. to keep us from comparing their teachings to see how much of it is the same, or common teachings among them. I was raised for 47 years on the church's ideologies, and they did a good job of keeping me from ever looking into the teachings of some of the other great names from our history it wasn't until I completely got the church's controlling ideas out of my mind that I started to think more freely and question what some of these other leaders were about. I was disgusted as I started realizing that almost my entire life was based off of the church's lies and corrupt ways of thinking, whether it was through the church itself, our government, or our educational system, all of which are based on the church itself. If I had not left the church behind, I would have remained as dumb as a rock for the rest of my life up until I would have committed suicide, which I was getting very close to, when I left the church. Anyways, so Jesus having figured out for himself an abundance of truths and with a very clear mindset that allowed him to see right through other people's lives very easily. Because of this clarity of mind and the abolishment of the bad traits that he preached against, his intelligence was far beyond others of his time. A lot of his teachings to his disciples were along the lines of getting back to the clear mindset of a child. One of the first things kids, that aren't indoctrinated, want to do is find ways to help other people out. It is a natural part of us to think of others before ourselves, but society's ways of greed say that there isn't enough money in that. Sadly, for I think most of us, it was our own parents that passed along this indoctrinating idea. The core teachings of Christ will blow your mind, unleashed. So, Jesus started inspiring people with this message that they each had unlimited potential and that any one of them could become even greater than himself. He was very connected with nature itself and he respected all of nature just like you might respect a person. He treated people in nature as equals. He understood that there was a power within nature itself that connected all living things together and it gave guidance to all species of life. He called this power God and he could hear it very clearly now as it gave him guidance. Because he was so well aligned with the God in nature, he was able to see things in nature itself, that others couldn't see. He was so amazed at the various complexities of nature itself, that he wanted for everyone else to experience it too. So, He started gaining followers very quickly and there got to be so many of them, that when he walked through cities, the sheer amount of followers he had would cause the city to just shut down until he left. Jesus was the ultimate rebel. His rebel attitude of telling people to stop listening to the lies of the church and government while starting to think for themselves, made him even more popular. Eventually the church and government crucified him as an example of what would happen to anyone else that started doing what he was doing. His message spread all over, causing the empire to start losing ground because the citizens weren't believing the church's deception anymore. When the citizens thought that they were fighting for God, that caused them to fight much harder, but now they didn't want to fight at all. It took a little over 300 years before the empire finally collapsed. The church had to do something soon because all of the leaders, that they claimed were sent from God, were all dead or dying very quickly. The church needed a new story if they were going to survive. 300 years after his death, Christ's name was more well known than it had ever been, and his followers who had adopted his name as the early Christians were still teaching people how to think for themselves, and they were still against anyone, like the church and government, that tried to control them. The church needed a new story badly if they were going to survive, and since Christ's name was so popular, they decided to use that and just change the description of who he was. The Christians couldn't do anything about it because they didn't have any money. The church had money and power, which gave them options on how to make this change. I suspect that the church probably hunted down and killed all of those Christians that were still practicing Jesus Christ's teachings. Coincidentally, it was in this time frame, about 325 AD, that the church demanded that all writings relating to Jesus Christ to be burned. One of those books was the Gospel of Thomas which was written by Judas, Jesus Christ's closest disciple. But this managed to escape the church and was buried for around 1,700 years. It was found buried in Egypt in 1946. In the book, Jesus Christ's words contradict almost everything that the Church is currently teaching. And so, the new story of how Jesus died on the cross for our sins was created and Jesus Christ's own words that contradicted this idea were buried for around 1,700 years. Now all the Church needs to do is convince people that this story about Christ is true, whether it makes any sense or not, and just ignore anyone who asks questions, like Christ was teaching us to do. Doug Chandler The truth has never been clearer.